Welcome to Awaken Bakes, an educational, high vibrational, spiritual, mystical pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. All right, motherfuckers, today we are doing a smoke with us and shit talk Scientology. So we actually already recorded this episode and we had some technical difficulties. So this is part two. And I, honestly, I'm more prepared. Obviously, I'm more prepared. We basically already did this. But right. I'm more excited for this. <laughs> more excited for this episode because now I know all of the stuff that you shared from the last one. And it's growing right. my mind even more. So you guys, if you don't know what Scientology is, you need to go watch Leah Remini's Netflix documentary series, docu-series, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, or do any research that you want, because today we're not necessarily going to teach you about it. We're going to talk hella shit on it. So you're you're going to learn a lot in the process of us shit talking it. But we're not here to like specifically educate you. We are here for entertainment, commentary, and shit talking purposes only. Okay? We are here to earn our SP label. Uh, and to the Church of Scientology, SP is a su- suppressive person or an enemy of the church. And uh, you can become this by just making a public negative statement about Scientology, which uh, this entire, entire episode is dedicated to fucking Scientology. Yeah, so um, let's start off with the fucking person who started Scientology. So L. Ron Hubbard. If you don't know who this is, this is a science fiction novelist and author. He is the most published author like ever, right? Yeah. He has over a thousand books that he's published. Um, and he was a science fiction writer for a science fiction magazine for a very long time. Basically, this guy, right? He's a sci-fi writer, uh, but <laughs> not only that, he's also a notorious liar. So this is this is these motherfuckers leader, okay? Let me give you some background on old boy. He was in the so after Pearl Harbor, right? Um, I'm assuming that this is the Navy because I, I don't really know what else like um, this field would be. But basically, he said that he was the command of a sub chaser, and he says that he sunk two Japanese submarines. But that's a whole fucking lie. What actually happened was off the coast of Oregon, he opened fire on a log in the ocean and he accidentally bombed an entire Mexican island. So then they had to relieve him of his command, which means fire him, let him go. And he's out here like, yeah, I'm like a war hero. And like, I, you know, I sunk two Japanese submarines and it's like, you actually bombed a Mexican island on accident. Like, like you're an idiot and a log, a log literally um so that's that's a little bit of background on this motherfucker i'm like how dumb can you be and it's like a simple google search will tell you that he's a liar so like and his his wife came forward i I might be ex-wife now um came forward and said like no like he fully lied and like when she first met him she fell in love with him because she thought he was this like military tough guy who did like his service for his country had no idea that he was a liar who I like bombed people by mistake so they they definitely ended up getting divorced before he died because during their like separation I don't know exactly what was happening 
Um, but he called, he kidnapped his daughter and then he called that woman, his wife, and told her that he killed her, like killed their daughter, uh, which was a lie. He did kidnap her, but he didn't kill her. He just wanted to like psychologically torture. Um, and like, which is funny because this is a man who doesn't believe in mental illness or like psychology. Like he doesn't, he thought because they defrauded him, he was like, oh, but that's because that's not real. Um, which is not how that works. Right. <laughs> that's how crazy works. Right. He's literally so paranoid. Like all of Scientology, it's it's basically got like two halves. One half, half is like this whole Dianetics, which is the name of the book that kind of started the whole thing. And like Dianetics are like ways to, uh, to work and become a better person. It's basically like self-help. And it's not all of that isn't necessarily bullshit, but it is. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, he like tried so hard to get these people to like, uh publish him and make him seem real and then like yeah they just completely completely threw that out because dianetics it doesn't even make sense um but then the other half of it is like there's like the the self-help portion and then there's uh the evil <laughs> like i don't even know yeah. how else to put it like there's the people who are there because they want to have like they truly like want to find help and stuff but then he just like made it into such a twisted like disgusting dark thing yes totally well and it's all about money too he told his wife in the beginning oh i need to make a religion that's where the money is that's how you get all the money because then you don't have to worry about taxes like it's it's giving donald trump when he was like oh yeah i'm just gonna run for president brainwash all these people because they're stupid and like grab them by the pussy and then he was like right. i just didn't say that you're just interpreting it wrong. And it's like, no, motherfucker. Not how that works. That is literally L. Ron Hubbard. And he is quoted saying, the only way to get people to do what you say and to listen to you is to lie to them. That's another one of his direct teachings. It's like, this is your leader. But that's not like weird for the Church of Scientology, you guys. So right. the Church of Scientology is notorious for lying to the public um, and for just like being shady in general. They lie about like, what they spend their money on and how much money they're spending on things. So because they don't have to be ta pay taxes and worry about that, they have all this money. And just because they simply can, they will torture people, harass them, um, harass their families, harass their work, harass anyone that's close to them and like really ruin these people's lives. And it's like truly just because they can, it's fucking insane. There was a, um, an old term that they used when like L. Ron Hubbard started this whole thing called fair game. And that is like, so they, it's, it's an extremely like written religion, which I hate calling it religion. It's an extremely written cult. There's a lot of laws and rules and they have like, you know, like their own 10 commandments and stuff like that. And like in their doctrine is that like, if someone goes against the beliefs or like questions anything or basically steps out of line in any way, they are then fair game and considered an SP, a suppressive person, and they're an enemy of the church. And in their doctrine, it says that like, if someone is this, if they are an MP or SP, then you are to like find what they care about and take it from them. Like no matter what that takes, like they have separated families. They have take like starved people. They lock people in rooms. Like. <laughs> Oh my God. And as punishment for, there was this couple that was interviewed. You can find the interview on YouTube. Um, it's like a very long uh, documentary that I watched on YouTube and this couple was being interviewed and they had, they were like teenagers, but they were adults still like they were 18 or 19. Um, and they had sex out of wedlock and like they were born into Scientology. So okay. I guess that's like one of the things is you're not supposed to do that. I don't know. 
but like I don't I, and again I'm not saying that that's like what all Scientologists say right. but basically like yeah you're only supposed to be with people within the church and stuff like that but I think they were both in the church but regardless they fucked and they weren't supposed to and um this bitch got thrown in a basement for weeks with minimal food and water almost fucking died and that's not to mention all the people that do die and go missing like okay da- so David Miscavige is the leader of now yeah. Now, After Elron yes. Hubbard passed away, uh, D- David Miscavige took over. Yes, exactly. Which and he the- self-planted too. He didn't let anyone. He told everyone that like he was chosen or something, but there was no proof of this. He basically like just like stepped in and took this role. Oh, so on brand for him. Right. Well, his wife went fucking missing, Shelly. So his wife was like a prominent figure in the Church of Scientology because, you know, when you're married to the leader, everyone knows who the fuck you are. You also have your own assistants. You also have your own people working for you and your own fucking friends and like people who look up to you. So she disappeared in 2006 because she started to like kind of disagree with some of the practices and just honestly start questioning them, especially openly. And she went missing and to this day has not been fucking seen. But the issue is not only that she's fucking gone, it's that like this Church of Scientology does such an amazing job or I mean, it's terrible, but they're so good at doing it, at keeping these people missing and no one like ever finds them. It never becomes an issue. Like people who have raised flags about it and been like, what the fuck happened to her? Like sometimes they go missing or something bad happens to them or they're then threatened. Like it is insane. Like Isn't so- that what happened to Leah Remini? She like approached him at a wedding or something and asked about his wife and he like freaked out. Yeah. I don't remember the whole thing. I watched that documentary so long ago. Um, but like, yeah, something like that. Like he, she like asked, started, that was like kind of what had started when she started asking questions about the Shelly situation. Yeah, because um, he got mad that she was like yeah. inquiring about it, which is like, that was her homie. Right, that's what she literally said. In the, like one of the interviews I watched was like, she was like, that was my friend. And then like, you're at a wedding without her. Like, why wouldn't she be here? Like exactly. normal questions. <laughs> Plus one of his weird things, so David Miscavige is like, he's such a creepy little fuck. He loves to just like humiliate people and torture them for no fucking reason. So like he would give people name tags and it would say something like fucking loser, like on it, like crazy shit like that. Like he loved to just like really humiliate his members all the time. And sometimes he would put you in this thing called the hole where you had to confess to like imaginary or like supposed crimes that really didn't happen. But like he would throw you in there like all the time. It's giving Teal Swan. It's giving Teal Swan. It's the cult behavior was insane because like they really do isolate you from your family and make everyone turn against you, even your family. And like, it's crazy because Leah Remini left, right? So she right. left Scientology. Her best friend is JLo and all throughout their friendship, you know, the church was like, get JLo in, get JLo in. And Leah was like, nah, she's not going. I'm not going to do that. We're not doing that. Well, JLo's fucking dad is a Scientologist, but he's still allowed to contact and be in like touch with JLo and her family, even though she's best friends with Leah Remini who left the church. But since we're on this subject and on this tea, do I have some motherfucking tea about it after mm-hmm. this ad that we're about to take? Okay, so I am not trying to like you know, talk about somebody's wife or talk about, you know, like anybody, um, this has nothing to do with like the way I feel about these people as, um, an actor or as like a woman and stuff like that. Um, but Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith are kind of fishy with their affiliation to the church of Scientology. Um, and obviously I don't know these people and I would love to clarify right at the beginning. (laughs) 
say, I do not know you. This is all hearsay. This is all alleged. Everything I, and that anyone else can find out for legal purposes is alleged, right? Okay, I want to get that out there. Yeah. But now I'm going to say it. So, <laughs> so they, first of all, um, were constantly hanging out at the Church of Scientology. They've gone to many events there. They've gone to the church that they've spoken with people who are higher up. They've been very involved and integrated within the church. Like they have made themselves, they say that they're not part of it. Like they are very clear about saying that they are not and never have been members of the Church of Scientology. That does not excuse. Then why are you attending all their events? Right. And they they have studied Dianetics and like they both acknowledge there are some really helpful teachings in there that they think are super powerful and helpful, but that they do not and have never considered themselves Scientologists. So I do want to make that clear. Right. They do not consider themselves. I'm just saying they also started a school, an elementary school for young children that was run by Scientologists and had a lot of the teachings. Oh, yikes. And a lot of people got really upset and like raised flags and a lot of people like a lot of people took their kids out and like reported it and got really upset. Um, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know where that school stands as of now. But when I heard that, I was like, you guys, like if you're trying to say that you're not part of this cult, I would I wouldn't have gone in that direction. I would stop involving myself right? with the cult. I feel like it's, I feel like most people that we hear about that are like involved in this are the people that have like so much money. And that's because it's an ex insanely expensive to be a part of Scientology. To be like a normal parishioner, like just a, a run of the mill person, it still costs about a quarter million dollars. And that's like a kind of low ball, I'm quite sure. Um, like there's 12 books that you have to buy. So you start off and you pay, you pay $35 for like the introduction. The whole thing is set up kind of like a college, like there's courses and like things you have to learn and you work your way through. And the goal is to find like, what, is it, what do they call it? Being clear or clarity? Yeah, yeah, clear. going clear. Going clear, which is like being like uh, emotionally, emotionally neutral being zen basically is like it's you know like to use a word that we use more frequently like it's just being completely in i feel like it's more so just dissociating dissociating okay i guess I feel like, like I, that's what they're actually doing what they're actually right, right right what they're actually what they what he's explaining is like the what we all want it's not what's yes. happening <laughs> exactly but like those are things that we talk about all the time that like are within you and like i'm sorry but you don't need books like and like i mean you can read books but you don't need these courses and these things that are costing thousands of dollars so the 12 books that you start with is a four thousand dollar investment and then at any point during their time and they do it frequently they will come up with things that like oh well like this piece of paper just uh came together from like it was lost from l ron hubbard and now it's all different and we actually have to buy a whole new set of books so they'll just keep republishing and changing little things and stuff and you have to keep buying like to stay in the church you have to be present and up to date on all of like their merch essentially like, Jesus which is crazy Christ. and that you have to for, be rich right like and it even goes first so I can't remember what the beginning stages are but then eventually you reach like this thing called operating Keaton and that's even like and that's like so a Thetan is like essentially their word for spirit like it's not your um physical body it's not like your emotion your your uh, ego body it's like what we are like your purpose person um sure <laughs> and uh so like the operating the ends is like the next level and even that has like tons of different stages they call it like crossing the bridge or something to get to like the highest level they claim that l ron hubbard never died he just like ascended to the next level where he no longer needed a physical body um which again not a crazy thought like that i'm not calling insane but um, that's where they get yes with the, they mix in stuff that sounds right. legit 
And so like, that's what they claim. So like to get to each of these levels, you have to like take these courses and pass these tests. And then again, at any point of that, which can take years, they can then say, actually it's all changed. Now you have to start at the beginning or they can have like just someone be like, actually, I didn't like the way you did that. You have to, like, they, there's no like real rules. Anyone can just make you start over and pay again. There's no like repaying or like, re, like there's no reimbursement. There's nothing like that. They just drain your money. They tell you to like take loans, sell your stuff. Like they will, they financially destroy people. Yes. Um, it's like crippling. <laughs> They'll even tell people to take out loans to pay for other, help pay for other people. Cause like you're all part of the same mission. And one thing that I thought was like hella fucking interesting is that everyone who's an organization member is also a potential staff member. So <laughs> there is something written in the field auditors page two, where it says field auditors become staff. It was written May 9th, 1965 by L. Ron Hubbard. And the uh, part that I'm quoting says, um, promptly pays field staff members 10% of amount received for processing services and 15% of amount received for training. And then, so basically what they're saying is if you bring, if you are a member and you refer someone or you bring someone with you to the church and then they end up being a member, you, every single fee that they pay from there on out, you get a percentage of. So, and that's what it is for every member. So like anyone who is brought in like whoever brought you in is getting a percentage of that it's all financial fucking based and that's so weird they're just like money hungry and everyone worships all around hubbard and i'm sorry but one thing about a cult like we said last time is when you think like oh it's this one this one person who can do no wrong and all that so something super fucking crazy that l ron hubbard did right is he infiltrated the nation of islam so if you don't know about that situation um the nation of islam they really pride themselves on um and i'm not okay not to speak for them because i am not a member so i can't like i've never like attended a meeting but from the research that i've done they really do pride themselves on being able to create jobs and a life for themselves that is completely independent of the white man so like they which is like so they, sh they would be able to sustain like without it like, never needing to rely on the white man ever but then L. Ron Hubbard came in because basically some higher ups in, Sci in Scientology, um, well, one guy, there was one guy in Scientology um, and he was like, yo, why are there no like black people in Scientology? Why are we not in any black neighborhoods? Why are we, why are there no black people in these services and all of that? And L. Ron Hubbard was like, you're right. He calls Leah Remini and he's like, you're gonna bridge the gap between Scientology and the nation of Islam so that we can start bringing in more people in the black community. And she knew nothing about that. She knew, no like she knew nothing about the nation of Islam. She knew nothing about what, like how they were gonna bridge the gap. But she was like, hey, I would love, you know, I would love to just be helpful to like, you know, bringing peace between various groups. Um, and basically the way that he framed it was obviously with money, like to entice them with right. money. Like they, there's some type of financial gain going on, um, but he's tricking them. So he's, he's secretly brainwashing and then indicting them into his cult. So basically what they do is he's introduced Dianetics into the nation of Islam. Now nation of Islam has actually a collaboration and a connection with Scientology where you can move up in Scientology while still existing in the nation of Islam. And what what you what they've done at this point is when you get to a certain level in Scientology in collaboration with Nation of Islam, there's a section where it just totally indoctrinates you. Like it's the full testing. You start going, you can start going clear. You fully become like you can like move all the way up to be in like to basically be a Scientologist. But also that's when L. Ron Hubbard officially says that there's no Christ in in Scientology and that 
you're not supposed to believe anything except Scientology and like what L. Ron Hubbard teaches, which directly goes against what they believe. Right. And what Nation of Islam believes. So that's just so interesting too, how this man has been able to like, this is like very typical of cult leaders, how they're able to get um, a mass group of people under their influence. Yeah. And he is secretly brainwashing them to be a Scientologist. They're already learning Dianetics, they're already learning all of his, like, from his textbooks and stuff. Like, Jesus, his textbooks, his science fiction books. Like, exactly. We can't it's even so it. funny. Guys, we haven't even gotten into, like, I, I couldn't even explain the whole thing, but essentially what Scientologists believe is, like, their enemy in this world is um, 75 million year old, old volcanic uh, outer space ghosts from another planet. Like, that's genuinely where they feel. Uh, their their pain lies and like where they what they need to fight that's what they're fighting against and they're also like it's 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 instilling so much paranoia into like its followers because it's all about like everyone who isn't every nothing is your fault um or actually I guess it's more everything's your fault but it's because other people are bad like like it's not I don't know it, it's such a um separating and like divisive thing from like the real world and then these like these people it's Pardon me, <coughs> stone or cough, but it is fucking insane how, like, the type of control that, <coughs> uh, <coughs> you know what, bitch, you take the lead, you take the lead. <laughs> like, David Miscarriage, yeah, and, like, what's funny, I just call him David Miscarriage, David I Miscavige. Really like, that's a hilarious name for him. Hey, he's a pretty funny guy, honestly, he is, he's a little, like, Napoleon Syndrome bitch. Um, he's the whine, that's, oh, that's the other thing that's funny as fuck about him is he's a whiny little brat. So like David Miscavige, aside from like probably killing his wife, uh, for what I heard was that, or like what I read, one of the things that I read was that she like hired someone he didn't like, and that's what caused her just like something as minuscule as that. Um, so like, that's his reaction to that when he wanted to buy a part of, so like their big like center is in Clearwater, Florida. And when he wanted to buy like a piece of land that was part of the aquarium there and the city, the city said, no, he threw like a big hissy fit and then tried to like get his own politicians elected and stuff. Um, and that was his yeah and that blew up in his face because then uh either it proved that he instead of having six thousand scientologists in the in the city of clearwater florida uh he either only has two thousand because that's how many votes the scientologists got or they voted against their own guy which proves that they're probably just terrified but like we spoke about how like becoming clear is like the whole purpose or like the whole goal is to like find this peace and like be completely um yeah dissociated or neutral like the the world outer world does not affect you um david miscarriage and miscarriage i just said it again uh, David we'll keep it going. I like it. Right? If only. David Miscavige and L. Ron Hubbard were both, like, insanely abusive, full of rage, would snap on a dime. Like, if you said the wrong thing, they would, like, either physically, like, emotionally, mentally abuse, like, in front of other people if they've been seen. Like, there's so much evidence of their rage and abuse that they actually, in 2009, the FBI started investigating them for human trafficking tra trafficking and abuse. But because um, they are a religious organization, it's very hard to get access to any of their materials and stuff um, because they're, have the, they have so much protection by like the First Amendment um, because like they can do anything. We have a freedom to like your religion. And since the IRS declared them a religion, which they never should have done, but the IRS is, you know, 
corrupt. Um, uh, so because they did that, they have this like exemptness. So that's why like they're untouchable. David Miscavige is very hard to go after because anything that he says or does, like his wife being missing, I'm not saying this is what he says, but he could easily say something like, well, she's on retreat or something, or my wife doesn't speak, like because of our religious beliefs, my wife, like, there's nothing that they can do to make him yeah. prove that she's okay. Right, that's the crazy part. They have so much power. They yeah. run so much shit too. You guys have no idea. That they blew run my those. mind. Most of Hollywood is run by Scientology. Most actors are Scientologists. And when I say most, I mean a lot. Um, right. But when I say most, corporations, companies, businesses, like production studios, like Hollywood is entirely run by Scientology. I promise you. Look oh into it. It's going to ruin you. Obviously, we all know about Tom Cruise and his Scientologist uh, upbringings, or I guess roots. I don't think he was like brought up that way, but however he came about this. Um, there's a hilarious interview um, <laughs> of Seth Rogen talking about how one time uh, Tom Cruise like convinced him and Judd Apatow to like come to his house or his, I don't know, one of his houses and like have a meeting about comedy. So they went and like for hours, they talked about comedy kind of, but he's Tom Cruise and he's a weird guy. So like he was really strange. Um, and then at one point, like it just got really like quiet and awkward. And Tom was like, I know that like you guys hear a lot of weird stuff about me and like this whole Scientology thing, but if you just give me 20 minutes of your time, I'll convince you that it's real. And like Seth Rogen was like, I literally had to look at Judd Apatow and be like, please say something because I know I can fall for this right now. Like I'm high as shit. Like I'm susceptible. Like um, That's so luckily awesome. they didn't. Um, but yeah, like I can't imagine. Okay, first of all, Tom Cruise is just a crazy human to me. I think he's the most chaotic energy. I, from the beginning of my life, I've just has not understood him. Um, but like the fact that he is a Scientologist and such an interesting scientist, like, cause we hear from Leah Remney so much about it um, and not really from him about it. I mean, he'll kind of like defend it, but it's still not super open that he, because you can't, you can't talk about it. Um, but like, it's so funny how like, there's the different sides and like the celebrities of how it's like being handled. Like at least she's coming forward and saying stuff. Like I hope more people do if there's that many of them there. That's what I'm saying. Like, and the problem is I could see why they wouldn't because Scientology controls everything in Hollywood. Right. And once you openly speak out against it, you become an SP. Like we are SPs right now. Guys, right. I hate to say it, but the Awaken Bay community is a bunch of SPs. Welcome. Woo. Maybe they'll put us in the hole together. I hope not, honestly. I'd lose my <laughs> no, chance. Yes, I really shouldn't joke about that. It's not funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, isn't that crazy, y'all? Like, that's some shit. They're insane. Like, and like, okay, so we talked about Teal Swan and how, like, you shouldn't let someone um, tell you your purpose. Uh, and like, with this, uh, if it doesn't make sense, or if people are telling you that, like, the key to spirituality is, like, secrets and, like, insane shit, like, if it, I don't know, but money, ghosts, and money, right? Like, I think as soon as, as soon as money comes into it, it's like, nope, now it's bullshit. It's like you get those messages from people on Instagram that are like, oh, like, I just, I have a message for you from your ancestors, pay me $15 and I'll give it to like, it, that's not real. That's never going to be real. Anything that's like pay for the knowledge is never, ever the truth. Yeah. So just know, you know, we're giving it to you straight. We're giving it to you real. I shouldn't have said straight. We're giving it to you. The we're giving you the truth. <laughs> so fuck Scientology. Oh, openly, fine. honestly, fuck them. One of our merches is gonna be SPs. We're gonna have suppressive person merch. 
<gasps> Shut the fuck up. I love yes. it. And then we can have, honestly, we can have fuck Scientology merch. Yes, I would. Oh, oh my God. I love us. I love Awake and Bake. Also, thank you guys so much. You guys, we were um, trending as number one. We were charting as number one yesterday um, on Crazy. for all spirituality and religion. And another, and like also there was another one I can't remember what it you was. Know, Charles, like there's a the spirituality column and then there's like all spirituality and religion. So like, and we were number one we on be, both. We be, we beat out Scientology this week. Fuck yeah, we did. Fuck Scientology <laughs> and Christianity. Hey, we beat them all out, guys. Awake and bake is the answer. No, I'm just kidding. We're not a cult. We're a community. Pay me five dollars. <laughs> no, it's only three. Only three, right? That's right. Three dollars for our Patreon, which on our Patreon right now we actually are doing the Dark Feminine Rehab series. Um, so that's like a really cool co- a journal course that Kelsey is taking everyone through that she also is creating right now. We're getting to workshop it in real time with her. Honestly, I'm fucking obsessed with it. She brings up things that I haven't even thought about. I'm still hooked on hooked on day four. I'm gonna give them a little taste, y'all. Think on this while we leave. What was your first experience or introduction to feminine energy? Think about that. Make sure you stay hating on Scientology and stay high. Bye.